We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Hey, you guys are awesome. Thank you, team. Grab them, grab a seat. All right. Well, I, 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 sometimes I say this and I stick to it. Sometimes I say it and it just becomes all lies. But I, I feel I want to be short tonight because I, I just believe that the Holy Spirit wants to minister. And so we'll see how we go. I've only got eight points, okay? So it'll be all right. But I've got one piece of paper. So eight points, one piece of paper. It's, um, it's, it's all good. Um, hey, so I just want to talk a little bit first. Uh, we had uh, Mike, Dr. Dr. Michael Maiden Friday night. Uh, Mo, who was here? Most people were here. There's a great um, atmosphere, great encouragement, great anointing. Um, and I love those, the, as I said on Friday night, I love the gifts that are given to the church uh, to um, equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And, and there was a lot of encouragement going on. And, and I'm going to continue that. Tonight, I just believe God wants to stir. God wants to encourage, and I love encouragement. Who who knows there's enough discouragement in the world? Um, you know, Kale, your dart was amazing. All right, don't let anyone say anything different. We're talking on encouragement tonight. It's good. It's all right. It's all good. Um, Here's the thing, when, when someone comes through like that, it's great, there's a great expectation because someone has, has been uh, recognised as a prophet, as someone who has got a gift on their life. Uh, but here's, I want to I encourage you tonight, there's, there's many of you in this room, in fact, every person in this room has been gifted by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that He has given every single one of us a gift. And, and I think it's Romans chapter 12. I think it's Corinthians chapter 12. Um, there's lots of different gifts given by the one Holy Spirit. And, and I love it that, that Dr. Michael Maiden, he has, he's, he's stirred his gift up. He's, he's trained in that gift. He's, he's, he's nurtured it and, he's, and, he, and, he, and he presses after it. The Bible says that we should all desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's like, we, here's the thing, desire and want are two different words. Because if you desire something, you, you tr- there's, there's a true desire in it. There's, there's something that you'll run after, you will put things aside, you'll make sacrifice, you will run after, after it. It's not just want something. Like, I want a convertible Mustang, but I don't really desire it that much because I'm not really doing anything to get one except for every now and then mentioning it at church and hoping someone's going to give me one. <laughs> and that's pretty slim chance. Uh, and, and we don't work by manipulation anyway. <laughs> but, um, 
But I don't desire it. I just, I just be cool, you know. Um, but the Bible says to desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I, I want to stir your heart tonight to go after the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Go after what God's placed on you. If you don't know what God's placed on you, go after that journey. Go Get in your e-group. Start talking about it. Start, start finding scriptures in your Bible. Start researching what, what does it say about gifts of the Holy Spirit. And, start, and, and, and desire and run after it because we need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We need the body of Christ moving and working together. Why? Because we need the saints equipped for the work of the ministry. And so I want to encourage you on that. And, and I want to also just say with, with Dr. Michael Maiden, he came in and he, and he spoke words and, and over different people. And, and it was a great night of um, edification. And maybe you didn't get prophesied over personally. But I, I believe you, can, you, could, you could catch the corporate anointing of what God was doing. God was doing something. There was so much hope and faith in this room to believe for so many more miracles, to believe that God has called us, that God has called you as well, not just us, you, and, and to, to be part of what He's doing in this great city. I also want to encourage those that did receive uh, personal prophetic words to activate them. To activate them, a lot of the times we can receive a prophetic word, and 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 it's not that they need activating, but sometimes we will hear something and we'll go, okay, cool, that's going to be nice when that happens. I want to say, start going after those words now. Don't just put them on the shelf and wait. Uh, if it resonates with your spirit, go after it. Do something to activate it. Do something to step into that realm. Do something to encourage yourself and do something in faith to step out and trust God. Amen. And so I want to encourage you on that. Um, tonight, what I want to do, what I want to share is, um, is just, just uh, I don't know the right way to describe this, but I want to just share some of my heart. A lot of the times we've heard now, and, and so I just thought this would be a, nice, a good time. In the prophetic word that Dr. Michael Maiden gave, gave us, Desiree and I, he talked about how people would come and they'd sit in here to be trained and all that sort of stuff. And it's not the first time. It's like the second, third, fourth time we've heard this now. And we've got prophetic words. And so tonight, I, I really just want to share my heart. I, 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 I want to just share what I believe. I want to share out of a very simple scripture that most of you will know because if you've been in the life of the church, I say it all the time. But I want to just go through it and I pray that, that, that something just releases, that encourages you, that, that, that spurs you on tonight to, to believe and to know who you're a part of and who saved you and who died for you, who rose again for you. The very thing that you have access to tonight is something that I'm passionate about is encouragement. And so I'm just going to go through uh, the Scripture and I pray that you will feel edified, you will feel lifted up this evening. If you're wondering, still wondering where the Scripture is, it's in Hebrews chapter 10. And it's going to come up on the board. I'm going to read it through once, and then I'm just going to go through some things. And it says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, that's, we're brothers and sisters. 
Right, just, just, just letting you know, uh, not, not biological, but we're brothers and sisters. There we go. We can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty conscience has been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. When I was 14, uh, someone gave me this scripture. Someone gave it to me, and it's just stuck in my heart ever since. It's just something that I've always gone back to because it just resonates with me. And if, if, if people are going to come and, and be part of this church and, and learn some stuff through the ministry and the gifts that God's placed on, on mine and Desiree's life, they will, number one, be learning some of this stuff. Amen. Just, I'm going to share. And so I want to, I want to go through, uh, as I said, eight points. We, we'll probably get through eight. It's all good. Is it not going to be too long? Don't stress. Uh, but oh, so let's just get into it. Number one, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place. I don't know about you, but when, when, when you're told not to do something, is there something in you that just wants to go and do it? Come on, let's be honest. It's been a great weekend. We can relax a little bit. But, you know, when you're told not to do something, you, 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 you want to go and do it. See, in the Old Testament, you were not allowed to go into the, the place which was called the most holy place. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I wasn't born and living around that time because I'd just be wanting to sneak and have a look around the corner. The curtain, I'd be like, because there's something, I just want to. But here's the thing. Now, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, we can do this. We can go into His very presence. And I, I want to encourage you. I want to stir your heart tonight to go. You have access to the presence of God. He's not a. a he's not this. He's it's, it's like we have this wrong um, mindset sometimes where we think there's just this booming voice from heaven. I think God would have a booming voice. He's God, but it's not like he's a. He's a lording and over person. He's, he, he's a loving God. He's a righteous God. And, but He's, through His Son, Jesus Christ, has made a way that we can go into the very presence of the eternal God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There's no one more powerful there's, there's, there's nothing greater. As I said earlier, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And, and we have the, the ability, we have the, the, the invitation. Who likes being invited places? You know, when someone gets engaged in church, I wonder if I'm going to get an invitation. 
<laughs> I guarantee you right now, Sean and Amy, there's a whole lot of your friends wondering if they're going to get an invitation. We've all been given an invitation. But I wonder how many of us cash that invitation in. I want to I wanna stir your heart. Just, just give it a go. Just try it. Just, just try closing your eyes one day. Just try going for a walk one day and going, you know what, God, you've, you said this in your Bible. And I believe it. I want to be in your presence. And I, you ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open. Maybe you've never, ever had a, an intimate encounter with the love of the Holy Spirit, the love of God. Well, He's, he can, he's open away. We can boldly. Is anyone, anyone passionate about sports teams? Yes, yeah, some of you are. Maybe, maybe not even passionate about sports teams. Any people competitive here? Yeah, that's why I didn't do the dart throwing thing, because everyone else wouldn't have had a chance. <laughs> There's like some people there going, prove it, prove it. Put your competitive spirit down, right? <laughs> but, and, but you can be so competitive about your team. And you can, you can throw things out there like your football team. Oh, this is the best football team and all this. And you can, you can make bold statements. But we want to take, I want to encourage you, take that boldness of knowing who, who the, 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 that we have the access. We can boldly enter into the presence of God. We can boldly come before Him. And He wants to pour out His love and His grace over your life. But it's, it's going to take a, just, just an ability to say, Lord, you've said this. I want to, I believe it. I'm going to step into it. So can I encourage you to be bold tonight? Who, who's, who's bold in this place? I love a song that I grew up with at a camp, Christian camp. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord thy God is with thee. It's quite cool because it's like a round song. Does anyone know what I mean by a round song? Some of you music, I'm not even going to attempt. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be bold to try and get this going. But uh, I reckon we've got to, and, and we've got to get something in, my, in your spirit that's go, you know what, I'm going to be bold. I want to be bold. Uh, so I encourage you tonight, we can be bold into entering the most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Here's the thing, if there isn't a boldness, it's probably because there hasn't, there's, there's, there's a lie of the devil that you're probably believing. Because if God has said it, why can't we step into it? Because when, when another scripture that we, we share often is Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God's not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And a lot of the times the devil will say, no, the Bible doesn't say that. God didn't say that. You're not good enough. No, we're going to go on to, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we can boldly enter into the presence of God. As it is in heaven, let it be. I, I, I'm believing for a boldness. I, I've had a week that has just been interesting. It's been in, I, I don't mind sharing, you get everything. It's been an emotional week. No, I'm not going to start crying. 
It's just been one of those weeks where I've processed and processed and processed a lot of stuff. A lot of you have seen our awesome son and you've seen him in a sling and yeah, he's, he, he very majorly hurt himself. But praise God, he's getting healed and he's, getting, he's happy and he's, he's doing well. Um, but you know, you've just seen your children in the hospital and pain and all that sort of stuff. That's emotional. You're making me all emotional. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I've totally lost what I'm talking about right now. It's been a big week and some other stuff has been just, just, just part of our lives that we've been processing. And, and I've been really praying. I was praying into Friday night just and believing because I really believed that God would, would, would release something into us as a church. But just getting get into a place where, Lord, I'm bold. I want to stand in your presence. I just want to know you. I want to hold on to everything. See, let's be bold in everything that we do. We can be passionate about things, but let's be bold. And, and to be honest, you're like, oh, sometimes you, you, you go through stuff and you get to that point where you just, you, you're worn out a little bit. Not tired, not, I'm sorry, not weary, but you're just worn, worn out. And I want to encourage you, when you get into that place, you just got to stir up the boldness in your spirit. You, gotta, you know, for 40 days, um, the Israelites went out every day and nothing happened. But someone came along, David, with boldness in his spirit. And he knew that he had entrance into the heavenly realm. As it is in heaven, let it be. That's what I was talking about. I was just talking for a long time to try and figure out what I was talking about before. I'm just sharing that with you this evening. Being bold, I was in the hospital. And I'm right now reading this stuff and going through and asking God, show me and all this. And when Jake went to the hospital, the place was jam-packed. ED was jam-packed. Just, just, it was, they were not just cubicles full. The hallway was full and all this. And I'm like, man, this is a great opportunity to be bold and start praying for people. And, start, and, and then, then you've got the devil bringing lies and fear into your heart. And so you've got to stir yourself up and say, you know what, I'm going to be bold in this. No, what do I believe? As it is in heaven, so let it be. As it is in heaven and stirring up your heart. I want to encourage you, be bold in life. Be bold in what God has given you the ability. Amen. How many people are thinking if these eight, eight, eight points are going to be as long as that one, we're in trouble? <laughs> All right, number two, let's go. It says this, he opened a new and life-giving way. Amen to that. He opened a new and life-giving way. You've got access to new life. Access to new life. It's not just your normal life again, knowing the love of Jesus and the salvation of Jesus Christ, but it's a new and life-giving. God's put the ability in you to give life to other people. God's put a seed in your heart to give life to other people. I, I, I love sharing the gospel with people. As a builder, it was unbelievably painful because I'd be on the building site and builders and tradies are really nice people. They are very nice people, but there's a certain way about a lot of them. 
and uh, the language and all this sort of stuff. And I remember the times in the UK, I'd be, I'd be just talking about Jesus to people. And, and uh, man, I would get called all sorts of things. Here comes the, the Bible basher. Here comes the God boy, all this sort of stuff. But they, hey, they all still wanted to talk to me. And uh, I want to encourage you to, to, to be bold in the, uh, you, you can give life. There's life that's in you. Uh, and wherever you are, you can release life into a situation. You can believe for something. Maybe you might not, not know how to do it. Maybe you might not, not have the right words, but hey, step into it. Step into the access that you have in, he- in heaven. You know, at, what you're doing at By the Gate right now in high schools, it's not just about praying by the gate, but it's about bringing life in through the gates. And we, we're not just even our own, own homes or our own workplaces. Let's bring life into that space. You carry life. I want to stir your heart to say you carry life. And you know, Jesus said, in John chapter 10, verse 10, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so that you may have life and life in its fullness. And I want to say tonight, it's, it's, it's a moment to say, you know what, I'm stepping into life and life in its fullness. We can live this great life that Jesus has given us, but the fullness of life comes through Jesus Christ. And the devil wants to take you out. He wants to knock you down. He'll do whatever it takes to try and take you down. But if we stand in the boldness of Christ, in the boldness of heaven, and go, you know what? Jesus has come to give me life. This is what life looks like to me. So I want to stir your heart tonight about life. Jesus has come to give you life. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mandate. I've seen it happen. I've seen the devil steal, kill, and destroy. But I refuse to bow to the devil because the blood of Jesus has saved us and we now have entrance into the presence of God. And to be bold and to say, you know what? No, I'm standing in the presence of God. The fear of the Lord is upon us. And so I want to encourage you with that. We have, with this bold, to be bold in our life. We bring new life. Number three, which is very similar to one, but it's right into the presence of God. With sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. This is... This is the, the one thing that, uh, this is another thing that I, I want to encourage you with, but we can go into the very presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting. Never, ever, ever get familiar with the presence of God. Who do you think you are thinking you can go into a pl- in the presence of God without a sincere heart? Can I just, I'm, I'm loving you tonight. Why? Because the devil has a mandate to steal, kill, and destroy. I don't want to see anyone stolen. I don't want to see anyone killed, and I don't want to see anyone destroyed. We've got to remember the presence of God, the awe of God, the fear of God, the great, the reverent fear and the grace of God. Because we know when we ever go into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting in Him, it aligns us. And it humbles ourselves to go, Lord, we need you in this moment. We need you. I need you. Because the devil's having a go. 
But when we know the reverence of God and the fear of God in a good way in our lives, He'll hold us sincere hearts. Sincere, I'm not here to point the finger at sin in your life, but because the Holy Spirit's the one that comes and brings conviction, not condemnation. Condemnation comes from the devil. Conviction from, comes from the Holy Spirit. And if we repent from it, God loves you and God ministers through that. Actually, God still loves you. But can I just say that let's never ever get into a place where we take the presence of God as, as familiar. I put a lot of pressure on our worship team. Don't ever turn up unprayed up. Don't ever turn up thinking that you can go and worship and lead the church to the throne room of grace. And I even said, don't even think you can turn up with, with areas in your life that you haven't addressed. And I'm not picking on them tonight, but why? Because we don't want to ever get familiar with, with the presence of God. When we honor the presence of God and we have sincere hearts fully trusting in Him, we start guarding ourselves and we start holding up the shield of faith. We, start honor, we continue to honor God and we don't let the, well, we, we hold up the shield of faith from the fiery arrows of the devil. Got quiet in here, didn't it? I, if, if I, this is the thing. We can preach lots and lots of stuff. I, wanna, I love encouraging, I love wanting people, but here's, uh, if we don't teach you how to, uh, how to look after yourself and how to, how to combat the devil and his filthy tricks, there will be stealing, killing, and destroying, and, and I'm not up for that. I'm just not up for it. It just creates too much hurt and pain in your lives. Amen. Woo. We're like, hurry up, let's move on. This is another one that's similar to what we've been talking about recently in the life of the church. And, and Justine spoke on it great the other week. Uh, but number four, hold tightly to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep His promise. There's many times where the devil will tell you uh, lies. He will tell you that that's not true. But we've got to hold tight to the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. We're like up to our fourth service this Sunday. It's all good. We can have grace. But hold tight to it. Just don't let it go. There's going, to, there's going to be times where you feel like you've, the, the, the rope slipped a little bit. There's going to be times where you feel tired. There's going to be times with this. But can I just say, hold on to it, cry. Hope is the anchor to our soul. Just hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. I, I can't say it enough. Hold on to hope. Don't ever let it go. Like Dr. Michael said um, on Friday night, do you know how much stuff happened to them? Their, their testimony and story, that's that they held on to hope. They held on to hope. And years later, years passed, and God restored what the devil took away. But we hold on to hope. God can restore what the devil takes away. Always hold on to hope. Doesn't matter what you, what you might have done, what you might go through. God, hold on to hope. God loves you. God's promises for you are yes and amen. 
Let's hold on to hope. Hold tightly to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep His promise. If you've got promises in God that you're holding on to and you haven't seen come through, can I just say, hold on to them. Hold on to them. Even even tonight, just get your knuckles and get it a little bit wider on that rope again. You might have thought, oh yeah, that's over there. It might happen when it happens, but no. Just again, I want to encourage you, hold on to the hope that we affirm for God can be trusted to keep His promise. All right. All right. Andrew, would you mind jumping up? I don't need the rest of the team. You guys have worked hard this weekend. But hold on to the hope. Hold on to the dreams. Hold on to the promises. Hold on to the love. Hold on to the grace. Hold on to the favor. Hold on to the, the, the anointing, the power of God because He loves you because He died on the cross for you. He rose again for you. He released the power of God for you. He's got a call and a promise on your life. Maybe you don't know what that all looks like right now, but can I just say hold on to it? Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Number five, and I think this is this is this is one of the scriptures that really has just something I love doing. Number five is let us think of ways. That's the point. Let us think of ways. What do you mean? Let us think of ways. Let us think of ways to. Courage. But let us just think of ways. How often do we do we actually stop and just think? Dream. Ponder. What would it be like? Oh man. What are you saying to me, right? I love what what uh, Stacy and the kids team were doing this morning. They talked about communication and talked about hearing God's voice and talked about some scriptures but when it says let us think how often do we just stop and think Lord what are you doing Lord what are you doing in this moment you're walking to school Lord what are you doing you're at work Lord what are you doing start dreaming don't just God, those dreams is like daydreams. No, they're God dreams. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we were able to get rid of all the homeless? Wouldn't it be great if we could get rid of all the poverty? Wouldn't it be great if we could see stadiums filled for Jesus? Wouldn't it be great? Start thinking. Wouldn't it be great if we saw high schools, workplaces, families restored? Wouldn't it be great if we see all the the miraculous released every single day, every single moment? Just take time to think. Take time to dream. Take time to believe. Because we've got, we're, we're standing in the presence of God. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I know some of you have got an entrepreneurial spirit. I want to encourage you to dream. Think of ways. Think of ways. You got you, 
if you've ever received a prophetic word, start thinking of ways to activate it. Start thinking of ways to stir that up in your spirit. Just start thinking of ways because God will give them to you. God gives me crazy dreams. And I'm like, oh, how do I do that? <laughs> I'd rather be given the crazy dreams and go on a, an amazing roller coaster ride than just sit wondering. But let's think of ways. Think of ways. Number six is the next part of this, this message, this scripture, is to motivate one another towards acts of love and good works. Let us think of ways to motivate one another. Here's the thing. I take that word as uh, to love one another. I don't take it as to critique or maybe you could say coach, but just think of ways to, to spur one another on. Just think of ways to lift someone up. Wouldn't it be great if right now we we all got our mobile phones out? Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Everyone, are you allowed to have your mobile phone out? I want, to, I want you to think of someone who you can just send a quick message to. receive that message but it's just thinking of ways sometimes we can be real entrenched in what we're doing but to receive one of those messages what does it do? it stirs you up so right now I want you to send a message take a minute send a message put your phone on silent because you might receive one To, to motivate, to encourage one another to, of acts of love and good deeds. For all you wordy people, stop texting, just send the thing. Think of ways to stir one another up, to motivate one another. How's it going? I believe in you. Here's another great way, not just send a text message, but to maybe ring someone up and say, hey, how are you doing? I believe in you. Can I pray with you about that? Can I encourage you? Can I encourage you with that? I know some of you are in business. I'd love to ring you up and just pray with you. Just believe with you. Champion you want to motivate you. The spirit that we carry as a church is a spirit of love and motivation towards acts of love and good works. Number seven, we're good for time, is this simply this meet together. Meet together. Don't get isolated. Don't live life in just 
in your sphere. Invite people in, meet together. That's why we believe in e-groups. How good was my kitchen rules last night? My flat rules. Yeah. Andrew's team won, apparently. I got you back. I got you back. I know what it's like to be unfairly treated. I'm, I apologise. I'm going on about something that happened years ago. I really need to let go of it. We never touched it. No, anyway. <laughs> but let's meet together. Meet together. Just meet together. Friendship. Relationship. Meet together. Meet together. Don't, don't think no one likes you. We like you. Let's meet together. Here's the thing. Invite yourself over. And let's have the courage to open our hearts. Let's meet with people. And I think this is the last, this is, well, this is the last point. And, and, it's, and, it, and it's, I guess, I, I boast in God in this, but I, and I take it because this is who I am. This is how God's made me. But it says this, encourage one another. As a church, I want to be known as the most encouraging church in the world. It's the spirit that we carry. It's the spirit that who we are is to, we're not here to tell people where it's at. We're here to encourage one another. Henry, I love the way that you always come and talk to me. I love the way that you step out in God and come and give me prophetic words and that you'd, you'd take the time to include me in your world. And I thank you that you're a great part of this church. Never ever think that you're not. But I want you to encourage you to keep doing it because you bring life and you bring purpose into this place. I thank you, Jill and Stephen, for who you guys are in the life of this church and the, the ground that you've You've, you've forged and the hearts that you have in prayer and the, the people that you are in the life of the community and the life of this church and knowing that we can go to you and, and, and you're, you're just yes people and you'll do whatever you can and the ability that you have and the faith that you step out of. Graham, never give up. I know you're not, but I want to encourage you, never give up. Hold on to the very things that God's given you. Edward, you're one of the most genuine guys I've ever seen. You are a champion. And I love standing next to you this morning, dancing around. I was like, there's a hidden gift there. You need to be in kids' church. (laughs) I, I know I haven't spent a lot of time with you, but I... I've seen you around and, and I just love the, 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 the life that you bring into the life of the church. Roland and Yolanda, you guys are just so awesome at just always being there to serve. I know you, Yolanda, you have a fetish with the Trent's card, but that's cool. <laughs> always loving going to Trent's, getting stuff. 
but I love that about you. Everyone's got a favourite shop. It's all good. We love that. But you're always there to serve. You're always there to set the place, make sure things are ready. Women's events, whatever events. I love the way. Kale, I love the way that you're you're choosing to push yourself. You're not standing for the status quo of this is who Kale is. I love the way that you think you're better at basketball than me. Okay, maybe he is, maybe he is. <laughs> it doesn't take long to stir up a great atmosphere, does it? It doesn't take long to stir up faith and hope, a word of encouragement. I'd love to take time to go through every single one of you. And we just don't have the time. But we're a church of encouragement. We're a church that believes in one another. We're a church that will champion one another on for the cause of Christ. And I pray that you would know who you are in Jesus and the spirit that we carry as a house love all the young people. You're crazy. We can start prophesying over all of you. Encourage one another. So we're gonna we're gonna finish in a minute. But I'm gonna give you some homework. Who likes homework? There's one honest person. (laughs) Hallelujah. Your homework this week is to purposely go and encourage someone. Do something that will encourage someone. Doesn't have to be big. Doesn't have to be uh, expensive or like financial. No, words are the most expensive thing in the world. word of encouragement will go a long way. Amy Storm, I love your creativity. And even there's times where you've doubted the creativity that God's given you. But I love your creativity. I want you to encourage you to stir your creativity. is creative, sure. But God's given you a gift of creativity. I want you to stir it. But it's a faith thing, not a, not a natural ability. It's a faith thing. And here's the thing, I give Alga permission, not that you don't have given, you're not, you know, I'm not getting in the middle of your marriage, but, but I'm giving Alga permission to prod you in that or to encourage you in that hey 
When was the last thing you've done something new? Or when was the last thing you did something new in creativity? Because I, I just feel that God's going to release something. There's a new space. There's a new level. I love your creativity. There's many people in this room. We can we be here all night? Here all night. But a word of encouragement. Let us encourage one another as we see the day of the Lord approaching. Let us encourage one another to believe for miracles, to believe that we're in heavenly places, to believe for someone's family to be saved, to believe for the goodness of God to be released and the protection of God to be released over our lives. Let us encourage one another in the grace of God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Why don't we jump to our feet? We're going to finish tonight. Father, right now, release your Holy Spirit and rest on every single person. All right, now release over every single young person, teenager in high school, that you will go and release encouragement into your worlds. That, you, that, that this message is actually going to burn deep into your spirit. And no longer will you ever, you, 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 the Holy Spirit is going to bring conviction when you utter words of discouragement. And it's not to bring anything against you, but it's to remind you of the very spirit that you carry in Jesus Christ. You're there to love people. You're there to lift people up. You're there to encourage people. And it's the Word of God through the words of your encouragement, through the words that you would love and lift people up. People are going to come to know the love and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Lord, I release that right now in Jesus' name. But Father, for our whole church right now, I release a boldness to think of other people, to encourage one another, to stir one another on towards love and good deeds, even more as we see the day of the Lord approaching God. Lord, that we have full access into the most holy place, to the presence of God. Lord, I encourage every single person tonight to to go into your throne room, to, to say thank you, Jesus, to know the presence of God, to know the anointing of God, to know the grace of God being released over their lives and our lives. Lord, we receive you. We honour you right now, Lord. We need you even more. Lord, come and minister in their lives. We open up our hearts to you right now, Jesus, to say we need you. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person in this room. I pray, Lord, they would know you and bless you and declare you as Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior of their lives. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.